Hey, everybody, and uh, and welcome to the Photographic Collective Podcast. Guys, my name is Miles Whitboyer, and I am absolutely thrilled that you guys have found uh, this podcast, this episode today. Guys, it's a really great day to be a wedding photographer, a portrait photographer, whatever it is that you do with a camera in your hands. I'm just excited to speak to you today. Uh, hey, first things first, uh, guys, the, the point of this podcast, the whole purpose of this podcast is really three things. First, we want to help you up-level your client experience and your business to really empower you as an artist to do big things. Secondly, we want to encourage you guys to be more courageous in your creativity, to get out there and accomplish something that you're really proud of. And then third, we want to come together as a community. And we're going to talk a lot about that here in a few minutes because the community that we're growing over on the Facebook page is scaling really rapidly. And I would love for you to be a part of that. But first, today, let's talk about our topic. Hey, listen, if you've, uh, if you've tuned in for the last several episodes, you know I've, uh, I've been bringing in um, a few really close friends of mine, some, some really big hitters in the industry to speak to all of the things that I don't necessarily consider myself an expert in. And so, you know, we had Phil Porto talk about what it looks like to be a storyteller with a story. And we had Ellie McKinney coming in and talking about how to be positive in the photo industry and what positivity can do for your brand. We even, uh, we even talked to Brandon Bucheri about the ideas of self-deprecation and isolation, where imposter syndrome comes from. But today, it occurred to me that I wanted to do something a little bit different. You see, so far, we've kind of stayed with our head in the clouds a little bit, right? And we've been talking high level about all kinds of the different things that sort of plague us or encourage us or bring us together as a community. But today, I wanted to give you guys actionable opportunities for growth and change in your business that can be done right now. So there's no guests today. It's just me. There's no, uh, there's no interview. There's not going to be any small talk. We're going to get right after it because what I have for you today is five things that you can do right now that will transform your photo business. And each one of these things is, uh, is scripted with about four or five little sub bars um, with, with ways that you can engage and encourage yourself to sort of dig deeper into each one of them. And so we're going we're gonna to dig there first. But hey, first things first, I, I just want to ask you guys, and, and I want you to take a minute to like take a deep breath and actually do this with me. Have you accomplished much this week? So it's Thursday when we launch this podcast every week. And, and I'm always curious. Over on the Facebook community, I always ask this question on Wednesday and Thursday. Have you made it all the way through half the week and you're still hoping that you're going to get some stuff done? I think that's a lot of us. And the reason I think that that is something that plagues so many of us is not that we procrastinate, but that we react. We act in fear. We're afraid to go out and just achieve for ourselves. And, and guys, I was listening to, a, uh, to another podcast earlier this week from a good friend of mine, um, a guy named Jai Long, a few of you guys have probably heard of. He's actually going to be a, uh, a guest on this podcast here in the next few weeks. But what he was speaking about really spoke to me. And, and, uh, and what I want to touch on quickly was this idea that often we stand in our own way um, either guilty or afraid that our successes are going to make other people nervous around us. And so I want to encourage you, before we even dig in on all of these five actionable opportunities for growth, 
that you take it personally, that you hold yourself accountable, that when you do something that is worth celebrating, that when you succeed, that you take a, take a moment to celebrate that win and that you bring your community in to that win with you. And guys, if you don't have a community of people surrounding you that are cheering you on, it's time to get one. And over at the Photographic Collective Facebook group, we would love to bring you in and encourage you. Guys, that's just a free group. There's nothing going on in there other than just us high-fiving and helping each other, us coming together with uh, with business advice and photo advice and just cool vibes. So meet us over there, okay? I'll put a note in the, uh, in the show notes for where to go. All right, let's get it. I have, uh, I've clickbaited enough. Let's get after this whole thing. So Number one in the uh, in the five things we're going to talk about today, actionable opportunities for growth in your business right now. Number one, don't start breaking rules until you know them. Number one, don't start breaking rules until you know them. This is something that all artists have in common. We love to read the first page, skim to the last chapter, and assume that we understand the book. This is a problem because the rules exist for a reason, you guys. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of breaking rules, of understanding the way that compositional rules can limit me and the ways that I want to break them. I love messing with weird lighting techniques that are definitely not taught in books. I love breaking rules, but guys, we have to start by understanding what they are. And so here's a few rules that you need to have a really clear grasp on for your business to really succeed. You need to understand compositional rules. And I'm not just talking about shooting on the third and on the fifth. I'm talking about understanding the way that light and depth play into your lens as a photographer, the composition, the way that you move and the way that you pose things in front of you changes everything. And there are some really beautiful rules out there that you should know. Also, lighting techniques, I hinted at earlier, before you can stack those six or seven different gels on top of your mag sphere, and you can get crazy and try and be a fearless photographer, you guys learn how to use a reflector. Slow down and do it right. Understand that when you break the rules, it's not courageous unless you knew the rule to begin with. Number three, your post-processing workflow needs to be so clean. You have to understand how you can scale your business before it scales out from underneath you. So actually have a post-processing concept for your brand guidelines. If you don't have a clear and, and understandable direction that your brand is going, nobody else knows how to get behind you. In fact, if we can't cheer you on, then we can't invest in you. That's coming from your clients, from your community, and from your industry as a whole. Your client experience needs to be so buttoned up and so clean that it is very clear where the value lies in you as a business. Now, guys, that's just number one. Don't start breaking rules until you know them. Now, this is going to sound like I'm getting preachy, but I'm, I'm speaking to all of the young photographers and the old photographers, the uh, the people in this industry that are so eager to reinvent the wheel that we forget how beautiful the wheel can be when it's just done right the first time. Get it right in camera. 
and then learn how to Photoshop it and fix it and do all the cool creative stuff that you know how to do afterwards, but learn how to get it right in camera. There is nothing more valuable in the photo industry than a photographer that can shoot it right. Number two, on the actionable opportunities for growth that you can do right now, prioritize your client's memories over your own photos. I should slow down and say that one more time. Prioritize your client's memories over your own photos. We live in this world where content creation is happening at such a rapid clip that you shooting another photo for Instagram is far less important than you leaving every single client getting back in the car with a massive smile on their face saying they can't believe how well that went. You have to learn how to prioritize their memories over your photos. And what that means is really simple. If you are taking photos that are inauthentic, if you are creating and provoking emotions that are not organic, if you are inventing moments in your client's memories and hoping that your photos are going to somehow lie to them when they see them and they will remember something that didn't actually happen, then the value is inverted. Now, I'm not discussing a, a few incredible photographers out there that are doing amazing things with OCF or you know, uh, allowing creative lighting techniques to really be a part of their brand. I am talking to the photographers out there that are prescribing and scripting every single moment of a family shoot or a wedding day and missing the good stuff. They're skipping right over the authentic human joy that's happening right in front of them. Prioritize your client's memories over your photos. You'll add brand value. You'll increase your prices. You'll create deeper relationship with your clients. And you'll be empowering yourself to be intentional with how you shoot and when you shoot. That's number two. Number three, guys, learn to allocate a little bit of each time in each shoot for you. Now, that's a, that seems like a really obvious thing to say, but sometimes we forget to do it. Just learn how to allocate just a little bit of time in each shoot for you to feed your soul or to try new things, to experiment right alongside your clients and to encourage them to be a part of that with you. Just allocate a tiny amount of time, whether that's five minutes or a half an hour on a wedding day, whatever it is, dedicate a little bit of time to your art, to furthering your skill set. Try new things, break new rules. This is the time to do that. And if you allocate that time with intentionality, each time you do it, you're going to be so inspired to create something powerful out of it. It will be cool. It will be worthwhile, but it also won't take away from your client's experience the rest of the day. Those opportunities for growth there, the second and the third one, prioritize your client's memories over your photos, and then learn to allocate a little bit of time from each shoot to you. Those two things work so well in tandem that when you get good at them, they are going to increase the value of the person on the other side of the camera from your clients, three or four or five X. You will become the artist. You are the experience. It's no longer about your camera or the moment of capture. It's about your eye to them. And that is something that is incredibly valuable and incredibly rare for clients to find.
Number four, don't build your pricing reactively. Guys, this is the type of thing I think we need to, uh, to probably settle and build an entire workshop on. And so now that I've said that out loud, I think I probably need to get to work on it because most of the people in our industry are building their pricing models based on somebody else's pricing models. And they're building their pricing models based on a number of reactive elements that they may not even be aware of. Guys, if your pricing reflects anything like fear or insecurity or this idea of a scarcity mindset or your inexperience, if you're pricing based on those things, you're holding yourself back. On the other hand, if you're building your prices based on other people's prices or your comp competitors' prices or just arrogance or ignorance, you're probably pushing yourself too far forward. There has to be intentionality with how you build your business. People are looking for a professional photographer. They want you to come across as the person that has the answers to their problems, that knows how to capture and dedicate their time and their lives and their creative mojo into just saving these special fleeting moments for your clients. And guys, you have to be the professional. Your pricing needs to be holistically considered from all the way, the baseline of what your, your bottom expenses are to the highest level of overhead and taxes and expenses that it's going to take for you to do this job well. And you need to understand how you're investing back in yourself by creating a pricing market for yourself on your brand that is easy to understand, easy to digest, and is completely and totally safe and valuable for you to explain to your clients. If there's any loopholes, if there's anything that feels weird or wishy-washy, you need to fix it right now. Guys, like I said, this is a business. People will respect your boundaries if you make them. They will. They won't ask you to work at 11 o'clock on Friday night if you tell them that that is after work hours. They won't ask you to work for free for exposure if you tell them that that's not the way your business works. The people that we hear in this industry that are struggling with these elements of business are people who have not implemented boundaries into their business plan from the get-go. We have to start over, reverse engineer what success looks like, visualize where we're heading, set a trajectory for that, and then understand that micro-adjustments every single day, every single client are going to be the only way that we will succeed long-term. People will market your services for you. People will shout your name from the rooftops if they see you as a service industry before a product industry. But as soon as the only thing that you provide to them is an image, is a photograph, if that's all that you give, then you will easily be commoditized down to just another camera tech technician or operator, and you will immediately be fighting in a market for who can get to the bottom line the fastest. Increase your service, increase your experience, increase your price. That's number four. Number five, keep it simple for as long 
as you have to. Guys, I know wedding photographers and portrait photographers that have been in this industry for decades and are still doing this job at the very simplest way possible, and they are loving their lives. They haven't created massive steps and steps and steps of client questionnaires and Google reviews and podcasts and, uh, you know, different resources, pages, and they, they haven't done those things. What they have done is realize that at its base level, at the structure, at the skeletal level of being a photographer, there's a few things that you must provide in order to be successful. And you have to understand how to keep those things simple so that you can replicate them and it not take away from your creativity. So in underneath that, that fifth tip, we're going to break down a few things. First things first, always plan for problems. Just assume that problems are going to happen. There, there's nothing to be gained from floating on clouds or, or assuming that glitter and unicorns will always show up on every shoot. Assume that if you don't have two memory cards in your camera, one of them may fail. Assume that eventually you will drop a camera or a motherboard will crash or something will go wrong. And if you don't have a backup camera, you are in trouble. Assume that if you have a plan for bad weather or bad light or bad clients, you don't have to panic when those things happen. It's okay to be positive. It's okay to be an optimist. In fact, I actually think that the most successful wedding photographers that I know typically are the ones that are just willing to live their life with a smile on their face. But you have to have a plan. In fact, if you don't have a plan, then all you are is slowly becoming obsolete to the next person that does. Second, under that little sub list, understand that less can be more. In wedding photography and portrait photography in general, often less can be more. Some of the most pivotal works of art that have ever been done in the history of humanity have been done in one or two colors. Let that sink in. We are working with cameras these days that have remarkable dynamic range. We have dozens of lens options and infinite lighting techniques and sometimes all we're doing in our heads is making things more complicated than they need to be. Strip it down. Get good at the basics. Understand that it doesn't matter whether or not you can miss a three-pointer if you can always get the layup in. You have to understand when to break the rules. Less can be more. Learn your gear intimately. Understand the ins and outs of everything with your gear. If there is a button on your camera that you have never used, use it. If you haven't read the manual or watched a YouTube video or dug in with a friend of yours that has the same gear, if you don't know what can go wrong, what do you do when it does? Have a plan. Remove all excuses and just push your boundaries creatively. The moment you understand everything from bracketing to program to aperture priority to how to shoot manually, everything on your camera is an opportunity for creation. Wouldn't you rather have the most beautiful, amazing set of paintbrushes in front of you and the ability to do anything with them than be stuck with a number two pencil? Your camera can do incredible things. Learn it. Number three in that little sub list there, purchase smart. 
stop reacting to the things that you see on Facebook groups or the arguments back and forth about whether or not you should have a 35 or an 85 if you need a macro lens, if you need six lights or modifiers, stop reacting and start planning. Purchase smart. Invest in where you're going instead of where you are. In fact, every piece of your gear should be an investment back into the future of your company. And so if you know where you're headed, if you know what the look that you want to achieve from your work looks like, you're infinitely more capable of achieving that when you have a plan to getting that gear. Just plan to purchase smart. Understand that there is a limit to how many online courses you need. But also, there's a limit to how many times you need to boost an Instagram photo. Purchase smart. Plan to shoot and then outshoot and then outshoot and outshoot every event you attend. You have to document and shoot every wedding, every family shoot, every portrait setting as though it was your dream client. Let that sink in. Jasmine Starr said years and years ago, shoot the wedding you wish you were at and you'll find yourself there before you know it. Shoot your dreams, purchase smart, plan ahead and overshoot, outshoot yourself in every given opportunity. Over plan so that you can outperform. Understand where the light will be, where the clients will be. Understand where your skill set falls short where your creative boundaries are, build yourself a plan and a structure through which you can succeed. It's just going to take a little bit of extra effort. And then when you do succeed, exceed. Exceed every expectation your clients have of you. Under promise, under promise, under promise, and exceed. You don't have to walk into every conversation self-deprecating or afraid to be confident. You actually can walk into any client scenario with the confidence to say that you are the right person for the job and still blow their minds on the back end. Guys, if we start taking actionable steps right now, if we start growing together as a community, if we start realizing that our industry has become isolated and fragmented because of our own insecurities and our own fears, not because of our clients, not because of oversaturation, not because of inflation, but because of our own inability to see past what makes us worried and move into the future that we want for each other and our industry as a whole. If we can get there, there is absolutely no limit to the level of creativity that we'll all create together. And so Guys, I would love to, to see you guys join us over on the Photographic Collective Facebook page. I, uh, I try and jump in on a daily level, daily basis to have conversations just like this over there where we're bringing good friends of mine uh, from all over the world in to be a part of those chats. And it, guys, if you, if you listen to this and any of this resonates, it would mean so much to me to hear back from you. Whether that's just a quick DM, uh, just drop me a message in Instagram or on Facebook. If you want to give me an email, miles at Boyer. let me know your thoughts. Let me know ways that I can make this podcast more successful, more intentional. Let me know guests that you would love to be on here. And then more than any of those things, you guys have no idea how much it means when you either drop a review or subscribe or just add me as a friend. 
I am here to build community. That's really what I'm hoping to do. Guys, this has been five actionable steps, honest things that you can do right now, ways that you can change your life, your industry, and your business today. My name is Miles Wood Boyer. This is the Photographic Collective Podcast. It means the world to me that you guys stuck through this. Hey, next week, we'll have another exciting guest on with us. But for today, I'm going to encourage you guys to get out there, wrap this week up with power, with intentionality, and with purpose. Find a little bit of positivity and share that with somebody in your community, okay? Thanks so much.